Hey there, kings and queens, and welcome to another episode of the Shady Booth Podcast. On today's episode, I will be recapping RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3, Episodes 9 and 10. Episode 9 was called The Pearly Gates Roast, while Episode 10 was called The Grand Finale. Let's get right into these recaps. DJ, start the music. Category is... Alright y'all, so following the non-elimination of the 8th episode, which I was like, girl, please, uh, Vanity should have been gone. But anyways, following the non-elimination, the top 4 were very happy to still be the top 4, but they were also dismayed that one of their group members was still around as competition. The talk of the room was back to the fact that Vanity was still behind the others with the least winner badges, and Ella was happy to point out that she was looking like the frontrunner with the most on her chest. I was like, yes, ma'am, like, Vanity, girl, bye, I'm glad the queens agreed with me, because I'm like, she has just, she's like the, oh, like, she, I don't know, y'all, I don't know how she got there, but whatever. We move on to the next morning, and Crystal wasn't feeling very well. She remained determined to rise to the challenge of advancing to the top three. For that challenge, Rue announced that they'd be stepping onto the stage for a stand-up comedy roast, aiming their jokes at themselves. But to make it a little bit more hellish, they must also roast the judges panel, including the special guest judge, Kathy Burke. And they must do it in front of an audience of the Eliminated Queens. I love when the Eliminated Queens come back. It's, it's just like, I don't know, it's always fun to see them. And like the shadiness that they like, their looks, they're like, ugh, girl. Like, they, it's so funny. I just love that. As the one with the most winner badges, Rue gave Ella the task of assigning the order of performance for the roast. Before deciding the order, the girls gathered to hash out the fact that none of them have experience with stand-up, but Kitty felt comfortable enough because of her hosting gigs. Ella decided to be slightly tactical in her lineup, asking each of them where they wanted to be placed, but then opted for putting the weakest person first with herself following and the strongest at the end. That landed her with the order of Crystal, Ella, Vanity, and then Kitty as the closer. Look at her being smart, girl. Finally, somebody playing this damn game. During the writing process, Kitty was laughing at her own ideas while Vanity was struggling to find the right roast for the judges panel, and Ella became aware that she's better at improv than writing down and planning out her jokes. Kitty confidently warned the other three that they should be prepared for her set because she'd be holding nothing back. Yes, ma'am. Mess with their heads. Play with them. Fuck with them. I love it. Later on the main stage, Rue was joined by guest Kathy as well as the series regulars Michelle Visage and Alan Carr to see if any of them were ready to hear what the queens had to say about them. The eliminated queens all decked out in the best villainous garb to balance the angelic costumes of the performers were also in attendance. First to take the stage was Crystal, beginning her roast on an age basis, noting her youth and virginity compared to Michelle, Rue, and Kathy. Michelle's reactions to Crystal's jokes were very flat, underscoring, and um, she just like was not basically, the punchlines weren't hitting. Michelle was just like, bitch, get off the stage. Like, it just wasn't. And Rue's laughter actually seemed to be at Michelle's reactions, rather more like, it wasn't even about the jokes. It was about Michelle, her reactions to like, 
the jokes flopping. Rue was like having the best time with that. Um, I thought that was funny too. I love Michelle's reactions sometimes because you can just tell like she doesn't hide. Like she's just like, bitch, no. Um, at one point when Crystal levied an ageist joke at Veronica, Veronica countered with, the only thing getting old are these jokes. That's an everyone spiraling with laughter as did Ruth's comeback. Not anymore when Crystal said Ruth thinks she's good at everything she does. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny because Crystal has been a, a front runner. Um, she her looks are good, and for her to say that she looks, she's like been good at everything, and Rue to like humble her very quickly, like a girl, you're not good at everything anymore. Or like that was one of my favorite things, probably in this roast. Ella opened with a good joke about Michelle's self identification, and this, and then just kept up in the ante with every joke after it. She was on such a roll that it may have been one of the most impressive roast performances we've ever seen, basically on any season. She was just like nonstop. Her stuff flowed so well. She was really, really, really good, and you can tell that um, she is just like a natural at this. I loved it. She kept on digging in on Crystal toward the end, like how she was a typecast um, last week as a ro quote-unquote robotic fashion girl, and that may have put the nail in Crystal's coffin this week. Vanity was up next, and as Ella predicted, she would be proved to be on the weaker side of the comedy gates. When it came to roasting herself, Vanity actually just defended her, repeat, her repeated use of orange on the runway in a way that really wasn't even joking. Like, everyone was just kind of looking at her like, bitch, like, we're tired of orange and your wigs. Like, bitch, no. Like, it's not even funny. Like, you could have made it funny, but just, like, it was more like just her being defensive again. And, like I said, that just wasn't funny. It did not. She couldn't read the room at, like, at all. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, oh, just thinking about why Vanity is still there bothers the shit out of me. Like, I'm like, this is the top four? What the fuck? Anyways, when some of the eliminated queens stared, like, started, like, just, like, laughing at Vanity, she came out of her script and started railing in on their looks in a way that was more kind of cringe and rude than, like, creative and funny, now, as soon as Kitty took the mic, her confidence faltered, and it was apparent that she was reading from a script rather than performing organically. She was definitely in her head, and you can definitely tell. Thankfully, though, she did recover on the strength of her jokes, like another aimed at Crystal's performing in so many aspects of the show, despite Ruth saying she was, quote, born to do drag. After the roast, the girls walked the catwalk in the Oh My Goddess category, Crystal opened in a fitted gold bodysuit. Here we go with the bodysuits, bitch. Covered in chains and a huge sun crown on her head. Ella was next in a jewel sheer bodysuit to serve as a map of the stars. Vanity, surprisingly, bitch, was not in orange this week. Choosing gold, queen of the damned vibes for her look instead. And Kitty walked last in a Greek goddess-inspired toga and armor look. In the critiques, the judges clocked Crystal for only making age and slag jokes instead of veering into different subject matters. Michelle and Alan did acknowledge that Crystal is so charming and that it helped her, and as always, they loved her runway presentation, blah, 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 blah. 
Michelle said that she was proud of Ella's comedy, and Kathy was impressed with how sharp she was. They pulled back a little on the compliments of her runway look because of the unexciting hair and that it made her actually look a little bit old. Michelle clocked Vanity for repeatedly taking the safe route in the roast, and Alan thought it was a lack of confidence. That being said, they both thought that her looks for the night were gorgeous. Kathy opened with Kitty's critiques by calling her a superior to herself, but Michelle and Alan were happy to point out how often she looked at her notes. Like she was not, she didn't have her stuff memorized. She depended on those notes way too much, and it was very obvious. Rude did agree that her energy would have been better if she had just memorized everything, or most of it at least. They did like her classic look for the runway, and Alan noted that she always picks outfits that suit her body. Once the girls got backstage, Kitty and Ella were both overconfident about performances again, setting Vanity and Crystal aside as the likeliest to fall into the bottom for elimination. Vanity and Crystal were rather impressed with their performances, knowing that it wouldn't be a strength of theirs, and they still persevered. The girls, like, their nerves were shattered when the siren went off, thinking a twist was in the works. But instead, they were delighted with video messages from their loved ones back home. Ella heard from her boyfriend. Kitty got a message from her parents. Crystal saw her parents and siblings. And Vanity was greeted by a message from her husband. To get back on the runway, the girls learned that Rue had picked Ella as the winner of the challenge, extending her front-runner status with four Rue Peter badges. Next, Rue gave Kitty her deserved spot in the finale, with her as the other safe queen of the week, leaving Vanity and Crystal to lip-sync to claim the last spot in the top three. I was like, holy shit, there's this girl, Crystal, who has been doing great and has been getting great critiques, uh, according to the judges. And then there's this girl, Vanity, who I'm like, should have went home. Like, so she should have been home, girl. That's all, okay? And I'm like, they have to lip sync against each other? Like, this is going to be good. The two lip sync Dua Lipa's hallucinate, and Crystal took on an ethereal quality to her movement, while Vanity kept her energy more intensely focused. Two different approaches to pretty good performances. <laughs> but after three previous trips to the bottom, the only thing that could have saved Vanity a fourth time was Crystal flopping, and she definitely did not do that. Therefore, Rue had no other choice but to give Crystal the final spot in the finale, and Vanity finally sashayed away. Y'all, Vanity's gone. We've got our top three, Krista, Ella, and Kitty. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we get back, we are going to go into the grand finale, episode 10, where Krista, Ella, and Kitty throw it down for the title, hunty. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Alrighty, welcome back. And now we are going to get into episode 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3, the grand finale. We have a final three, Kitty, Crystal, and Ella Vidae. So, re-entering the workroom as the final three, Kitty, Crystal, and Ella compared notes and declared that by all counts, the rifle three had made it to the finale. Ella's four badges compared to the two apiece Crystal and Kitty made them the winningest of the season. 
Shortly after Vanity's elimination, they were joined by all of the eliminated queens for one, like, very last surprise bitch session. Yet, instead of hurling shade back at each other, the eliminated queens were very supportive of what they did in the roast and congratulated them on their deserved spots. The next morning, Rue arrived to present the queens with their final challenge to impress the judges. They would be singing and dancing to new holiday single, Hey Sis, It's Christmas. They'd be learning choreography and writing their own verses for the song, and then will perform it in front of the judges. That performance and their final walk down the runway would help determine which of them wins the crown. With the theme of the holiday season, the girls contemplated how Christmassy they'd make their verses compared to, you know, referencing their experiences on Drag Race. Kitty said she'd straddled the two, give an example of Santa pulling her knickers down as lyrics she was writing. Crystal and Ella thought she might be pushing the boundaries a bit too far, but were more hesitant and nervous about how well they'd be doing themselves. As part of the preparation for their final presentations, each of the queens got to spill the tea with Rue and Michelle. In her chat with Rue and Michelle, Kitty shared her experience in training musical theater school and how it taught her always to push herself out of her comfort zone. She explained that her goal in coming to the competition and she thinks she maintained her confidence even when unsure of herself and some of the challenges. She also spoke like how influential her upbringing was in her positive outlook on life and how big of a support her family has been to her. When Ella sat down with the two, Rue immediately asked if she's surprised by how successful she's been this season. I was like, girl, is that kind of shade? But maybe not. <laughs> Ella said that she is in fact surprised because so many of the challenges were things she'd never done before. But she believed she rose to the challenge, each of them, and it paid off. She also talked about her budding drag career and has like how it's been a way of proving people wrong that didn't believe in her at first. In that regard, winning would be an inspiration to anyone that doubts themselves and giving them confidence to succeed against all odds. As the youngest queen, Rue wanted to know how Crystal came into drag. Crystal explained that she's always loved drag, even since being a child, because she remembers being memorized by the glamour of woman. Michelle asked if Crystal was afraid to talk about her virginity, but Crystal said that even though it's an insecurity of hers because of the sex that surrounds this drag scene, she's able to be comfortable with knowing what she wants for herself, and that's not a sex life. Next, the queens joined Jay Revel on stage to learn the choreography he envisioned for their performance. Instead of giving them pre-planned moves, Jay asked each of them to show him how they'd like their moves like for their own verse, and then worked with them to create specific moves to, around their vision. Crystal's concept of herself was sexualized. Kitty was a little bit more comedic and stagey, while Ella amped up the sass with a diva attitude. After settling on their own verses, Jay showed them the moves he choreographed for the group moments. Once again, Crystal struggled the most with picking up moves, but Kitty reminded that she always figures it out in the end. On Coronation Day, while they got ready for their final runway, the queens shared their first impressions of each other. Ella said that Crystal was immediately intimidating because of her youth, beauty, and seeming diva persona, but then went on to say that Crystal is the opposite of that. 
Kitty said she was personally threatened when Ella entered the room because she looked like direct competition as another confident blonde, but added that Ella has proven how much she can really do. Crystal was sure Kitty would be tough competition because how she how like confident she was, um, but that she showed herself uh, like she just you know was a very warm and just comforting person on the show, and she really confided in her and found a friend in her, so that was nice. For the final runway, Rue was joined by Michelle, Allen, and Graham. Prior to walking the final three Eleganza Extravaganza category, the queens unveiled their live performance of Hey Sis, It's Christmas. Ella's verse was first up in the song, and her lyrics managed to merge sexuality and holiday puns perfectly, serving up a couple of funny lines and solid diva choreo. Katie's was surprisingly less racy than Ella's, and overall, her lyrics didn't tie into a holiday theme as much either. She still managed to bring her own comedic personality to the performance, which did liven up her words a bit. Crystal was just as sexual as she promised, strengthening the brand she's brought all season, honey. Outside of their solos, there was a lot of group choreo for them to have learned, but each of them kept pace and performed the moves well. The performance ended with all the Illuminated Queens coming on stage as backup dancers. That was such a sweet moment. Aww. Not the backup dancers. Uh, on the final catwalk, Ella walked in a shiny purple gown with a big bow on the backside and hair bigger than she's ever worn before. Kitty came next in a silver ruffled gown that made her feel like a fairy. Crystal closed with a tightly fit black velvet dress covered in gold jewelry, uh, just making herself look so different by not wearing a ball gown. I was, okay, this is my favorite fucking look of the season i was like if you're gonna go out girl go out with this fucking look bitch oh lord jesus i fucking gagged and that's because i haven't been the biggest fan of crystal like honestly like not the biggest hugest fan of her like she's she's good but like this look bitch i was gagged and gooped oh lord jesus all right let's move on to the final critiques of the season the judges liked how Ella's verse channeled the right mood and energy in a way that made her shine. Graham dinged her runway look for having gold jewelry with a silver shoe, but overall she looked great. When it came to Kitty, they said she has a gift of drawing attention in with her personality and her voice was as tongue-in-cheek as they expected her to be. On the runway, they said she looks gorgeous and over the course of the season, her looks have definitely improved. Alan thought Crystal's choreography was really energetic, and Michelle said that she delivered by putting so much of herself into it. They agreed that she did the same on the runway, always looking stunting and interpreting everything in her own glamorous way. Rue then went on to ask each of them to send a message to their youngest selves and to make the case for why they deserve the crown. Ella said that she has put her whole self into each challenge despite them being outside of her comfort zone and that if crowned, she would try to be the best ambassador of UK drag. Kitty said that she embodies British drag and she's a total package for everything she brings to the table. Crystal pitched that she represents the new generation of drag and wants to inspire the young ones looking up to drag now so that they can believe they can do it too. 
Retreating backstage one last time, the final three were greeted by a cheering group of eliminated queens dressed in their own finale gowns. It was a very nice last moment for the girls to congratulate the finalists and to compliment them on really performing in the song. Without the opportunity for a proper reunion, they also ran through their favorite and most iconic moments of the season. All in all, everyone had good humor about how they did on the show and seemed to have a positive outlook on their experience and future. Before Rue could make her final decision, she asked all three girls to lip-sync one last time. For this final test, they performed to You Don't Own Me all at once on stage. The dramatic ballad was perfect for Kitty's comedic style of drag performance, but Crystal managed to create her own moments with exaggerated facial expressions, while Ella kept to a very reserved energy in a dress that was likely hard to move in. Taking all into account, Rue declared the UK's next drag superstar. And the winner of UK Season 3 was Crystal Versace. Congratulations to Crystal Versace. She has not been my favorite, but the season actually has not been my favorite of Drag Race across of all franchises. This has probably been my least favorite. Um, the queens were some of my least favorite queens out of every franchise of RuPaul's Drag Race, unfortunately. I'm hoping season four is better. Um... Because the casting of season three was not it. It it was not it at all. Um, I was really, honestly, now that we're done here, I was really pulling for Kitty just because she made me laugh a lot. And Ella, because just because she was like kind of like an underdog a little bit. And I appreciated that and I loved it. Um, but uh, Crystal is beautiful. She, uh, you know, saying the future of drag, I'm like, girl, it's a lot. Okay. But, you know, do you, sis? Um, congratulations again to Crystal Versace. And that is it for UK Season 3 um, of the recaps here on Shady Boots. Next up, I will be getting in to RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14, hunty. If you missed the reveal looks um, little teaser or like a mini episode that I did, please make sure you go and listen to that. I'll give you all of my unfiltered thoughts on their uh, promo looks. Like, definitely do not want to miss that episode, so go back and check that out in the feed. Until then, please make sure you follow us on all social media. The links are in the show notes, and stay tuned. In my the friends. back, tens, tens, tens across the board. Pull that pose for me, DJ. Start the music. Category is category is. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run. 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 Runway. Bring it to the runway. Runway. Run. 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 run.